Welcome to the Hex Podcast. So, welcome to Hex episode two of our podcast. Um, episode one, you would have heard me uh, chatting to the owners, uh, Chris and Phil, regarding their sort of time and Hex and the journey. So, episode two, we're talking about the turf games. Um, some of you may have heard of the turf games, some of you may be even doing the turf games. Uh, this weekend, uh, but I've sat down with Phil for a brief time and also fellow um, employee Matt, um, competitors, experienced competitors at the Turf Games, and we were talking about everything about it, what it is, how they train for it, what they hope to do, and also advice for you guys if you want to compete in the future for it. So I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Hex Podcast. We've got Phil back uh, for a brief time because uh, he's a busy man uh, and we, he's brought uh, another trainer at Hex, Matt, and we're going to talk about the Turf Games and everything about the Turf Games and those who may know it and those who don't know what it is like me. So we're going to talk about it, uh, their training and here we go. So welcome Matt and Phil. Cheers Russ. Thanks Russ. So a guy called Andy started it, I don't know, about four years ago. He did. Me and Matt have been in the uh, teams of uh, Turf and at NFG, but we've done that for the last three, three and a half years. Yeah. Obviously, to, um, COVID year was a bit of a no-go. Uh, this is the first time I've been out on the team because I'm injured, so Matt's uh, taking team, team captain. Team captain. So, yeah, I mean, they do the indoor competition in the winter, and then the summer they have a big outdoor comp. Last time it was at Roslyn Park, Rugby Ground. This time we've got to trek a little bit further, we've got to go over to Ealing. Um, myself and Phil compete in the elite division, so we have the unfortunate task of having to compete on a Friday night at 9pm and then go back the next morning at 9am. Um, I mean, Phil's been competing for years in many different competitions. I mean, how does this compare to some of the other ones that you've done? Um, obviously, I kind of moved more into it rather than CrossFit just because of injuries. It's a bit less impacty and less, less injury prone for doing it because there's, there's no gymnastics. It's hardly the Olympic lifting. Um, it's a bit, I'd say it's a bit softer, um, and you can recover quicker from it and train for it ease more easily than CrossFit. So it's kind of like a, it's a more of a fluid age thing for me. They're all to get more fragile I am, so it's worth moving to these comps. But in terms of um, competing with my mates and uh, in terms of the intensity on the day, it's, it's like second to none, isn't it? It's really, really good fun. It's good fun, and doing it with other people as well and having a team, it sort of Less pressure. Spreads, spreads the load across the team. Um, everyone has their different strengths. Phil's known for his Olympic lifting in the past when he's not injured. Myself, I've got a bit of an engine in me. Um, but everybody in the team sort of has their own strength and complements each other. So it's, it's nice, whereas when you're in an individual competition, everything's the onus is on you. Whereas in this team competition, it's more about having a strong team across the board with different qualities and different strengths in different areas. Um, yeah. So this, yeah, this one's going to be at a new venue. I think usually it's at Rosson Park, and now it's at... Ealing Trail Finders, which is a bigger stadium, so showing that the event's going from strength to strength. Each year they have more sponsored teams as such. So last year they had the Noco team there, so they had regional athletes in that one. They had Will Kane, Josh yeah. Sharma. I think they're back again this year. Under Armour always send teams in as well. 
Um, was a team to beat. And then Elliot Simmons is now doing it this year as well. Carl Porter did it last year. These are CrossFit Games athletes. Um, so it just shows the, the calibre of the level of competition at these competitions that we do. Um, and to be mixing it with these so-called elite professional athletes is it's quite an experience in, in itself, yeah. isn't it? Um, to test yourself against them. Yes, it's not CrossFit as such, but it's still fitness. In a, in a way, it levels the field with us because, uh, well, especially our teammates who aren't generally CrossFit, they're more just general fitness that this, this is. So it takes out the, the gymnastics and the Olympic lifting and other, other aspects of CrossFit. So um, for us guys, for us guys, we're kind of back, CrossFit background guys, but for our teammates, they're not. So it levels the playing field with them and these guys. So it does kind of what, close the gap. What makes you guys elite? How do you get into the elite? Who's, who says you're elite? We, uh, what do you have to do to get Anyone in? can do elite, but if you want to kind of match up to the other, other team members, you have to be an all-rounder. So you have to be good at running, got good, good at uh, good strengths and squats, deadlifts, got to be good at like strongman stuff. Like so you're effectively judging yourself. Judging yourself, yeah. You don't want to be embarrassing. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> go in there, say I'm elite, and then... I mean, there's a sort of a guideline standards for the sort of elite division and everyday division. Um, and the standards seem to have gone up every year on year really yeah. I mean the this year the sandbag in the elite division is 80 kilos whereas previous years it was 60 kilos and such dumbbells normally sort of RX and CrossFit and the elite level is 22 and a half this year the dumbbells 27 and a half so it just shows you that as people the general population or these elite fitness people are getting fitter the standards are raising and we have to raise our game as well which is part of the fun of it, isn't it, really, as well? So, obviously, um, we've got elite team um, that kind of is the hex team, but again, it's a few other teams like One London, um, members of it, and then we've got two of the hex everyday athlete teams, which are competing on Sunday, and um, again, they're the different standards. So how, many, how many people, how many, in the elite, how many teams are there of people would be doing it? Yeah, I think last one was about 20, and that's about 30. So that 30 teams, and in that 30, is there any normal people, or are they all personal trainers or professionals, effectively? Can you just get a normal, I work in IT, yeah. and I'm I mean, Nick, Nick, who's in our team, um, works in finance and stuff like that, so yeah, I mean, you have people from all divisions. I mean, in some of the everyday teams, you've got personal trainers competing yeah. in them. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole different thing, but I mean, generally speaking, it's about where you are, in terms of your fitness and where you rate yourself to put yourselves in that division so it's it's, it's open for yourself to sort of grade yourself either yeah. elite or every day I'm going to leave you to chat to each other about uh, in the interest the hex, of the podcast Phil is now yeah. leaving the interview client, to, yeah. to do a client Matt can chat about uh, so the, just, uh, hex teams. just Matt now you're listening to the Hex podcast so he can say anything he wants about Phil and how <laughs> He's vegan, it's affected everything. <laughs> um, I guess, right, so you've got this 30 team, so where, where would you, have you got yourself a target where you want to finish? Is it okay, a case of we want to win it or just top 10 or just finishing it? I mean, me, myself and Phil did National Fitness Games, gosh, about four weeks ago, five weeks ago now. Um, we competed in the Elite Pairs division there. Um, and once all the scores were totted up, we finished sixth in that, and that was sort of the elite up and down the country because it's called the National Fitness Games. It was sort of um, the whole country competing, etc. So that was a good gauge to say that 
we are in decent shape and fitness. Obviously now Phil going, it's a big loss to the team to lose Phil with his experience and obviously he's a very strong athlete himself. Um, ideally, we'd like to come podium, but I mean, realistically speaking, last time we came, I think 11th, so top 10 would be a real achievement. As I say, every year these teams are getting stronger and stronger and the other ones um, and other teams have backing from these big sponsors. So they're able to bring in these professional athletes from different sports, um, such as CrossFit as well. Mm, looking at the workouts, there's strength workout. One of the workouts is a max ground to overhead, which can either be a snatch, clean and jerk, or however you can get the bar from the ground to overhead. Um, a good score in that would be 100 plus kilos per person. Uh, self would be looking at aiming sort of 125, 130 plus. I think Nick as well would be in that range and if Phil was in the team I think he'd probably be aiming 140 plus on that lift. Um, so I, that would be hopefully one of our strongest events in the competition. So you, right, so obviously you're, you and Phil obviously, or your team, you're, you're fit guys, you work out, personal trainers work out every day, but how much do you have to increase the training in prep or when does it start before when you start need to start tuning into like competition mode and like up it I, guess. I think a lot of people get conf get it wrong when they go into competitions they think that you need to up your training you need to up this you need to up that but you actually need to just be smarter with your training a lot of these things especially these competitions are one on teamwork and knowing how to pace yourself and get the movements right in it in turf games a lot of the work is synchro so you might be super super quick at doing a movement but if your partner isn't then you've got to slow it down and do it in sync with them. If you don't do it in sync, you're going to get no reps. So it's about tactically getting the movements right and pacing and having a strategy that works for the whole team. Having a good team strategy will make up more difference than having one super, super fit, strong person. So you sort of have to team. do like auditions as such together it's, it's, to know it's, who's Yeah, it's, it's, it's teamwork. I mean, you take the French football team, for example, in the Euros. They've got clearly all of these superstars in the teams, but they couldn't team. click together mm. and then they get outdone by the Swiss team that played well as a team together it's, so it's, it's a case of the best team win not necessarily the best yeah, individual exactly that. from that so your build up would be just normal but just working more with the person you're training yeah with, just, just getting, getting more sync. in sync with the people that you're training or you're going to be competing with you train with them you have that sort of knowledge and understanding of how they react in certain workouts whether you have to hold back or whether you have to help them out in certain whether it's a lift, whether it's cardio, whatever, complementing each other and working as a team for the outcome of the team, not sort of personal ego. And I know we've got a few members that are doing it on the Sunday. I think yeah, it'll be sort of right. the everyday, as they call it. Everyday, everyday division, yeah. So for those, if they're doing it for the first time and also for those who are maybe thinking inspiration for them and they want to do the next one, what, what would be your advice to someone maybe for the first time or for the guys that are doing it? on Sunday I'm not sure when this actually goes out so we might be getting it we might be getting the advice after so we have we've, we've had two training days with the guys for this everyday division they had one uh, about 10 days ago now and then they got another one tonight I think what they learned from the first one is communication as they in teamwork pays off I'm sure once they get on the floor there'll be lots of butterflies lots of nerves um, but just enjoy it 
the first competitions are always going to be nervy and always going to be fun, but they've worked so hard and they've trained so hard and it'll be nice for them to actually see in a competition environment all of that hard work they put in training here at Hex. I mean, some of them have been members, gosh, three, four years plus. Others have been here less than a year, but I mean, it's been a tough year for everyone with COVID and whatever, so it'd be nice to be out with their mates from X and doing a competition and just go out there and enjoy it. And I'm sure they'll do themselves proud. So you'd recommend it to anyone who's maybe not doing it, who's thinking maybe, oh, I don't know about it. You'd say, yeah, yeah go on, give it I a say, go. the hardest thing is, is signing yourself up and getting there. Once you're there, you're fine. You'll be on the line and you'll be ready to compete and you've got your mates around you that support you and take you through. Then there's nothing quite like the feeling of doing something in a competition and the buzz and the atmosphere that you get from having a crowd around you and everything like that. Um, it just takes you up another 5% plus. So highly, highly recommend it. Gives you all the adrenaline and yeah, just very difficult to replicate any other way. So all right, you're obviously, so when you've done it, obviously it's quite intense day. I assume it's all day doing the weights and obviously for the new guys and also for yourself. I assume there's going to be lots of aches and pains the next day. So how do you go about, maybe for the new guys as well, because you'll be experienced, how do the guys who are doing it for the first time, what would you say there, I know the week after recovery, is it don't go to the gym for a week or is it just... I mean, I'm sure afterwards there'll be a few drinks and a few celebrations with the team and everything like that, especially for us on the Saturday. I mean, we've got a big England game against Ukraine afterwards, so I think it'll be quite difficult to avoid having a few drinks after that and celebrating with the boys. Hopefully we haven't fallen out too much during the day. Um, but recovering afterwards, you've just got to be aware of the intensity that you've put yourself through in that day. I mean, they're doing five to seven workouts in a day, whereas normally they might just do one, two exercises in a session in a day. So it will take longer to recover. It's important not to just do nothing, you have to have sort of an active recovery and keep yourself moving because otherwise things will get stiff, get tight. But be aware on the day as well. Don't push yourself beyond what you're capable of. If you feel something or you know something isn't right, you need to just be real with yourself about that. Just listen to your body, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As well, cool. Um, I think we've covered, so we've covered the team training. Um, I think we've covered everything about the turf training thing. Russ, I've got a question for you. Why didn't you sign up for this one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't been to the gym in about three weeks. Um, you yeah, know what? The, the sign up was a little bit what? Yeah, no, that? you know what put me off is the um, the Hex Games. Get me through that first. <laughs> I had to give up on one of them. So I'll get through a Hex Games, then maybe a Turf Games. So you think yeah. you'll sign up for next year? You heard it, heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> Russ is signing Epis up next year. Episode 35. We just need four, episode... four, four willing teammates to go with Russ yeah, next year. Yeah, episode 35, I'll do the turf games. Oh, man, this is recorded, <laughs> everyone. <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you do these turf games. <laughs> episode 35, man. Awesome. Um, OK, hopefully everyone got that little bit of info of what the turf game is all about. Obviously, you're there supporting. If you're there, um, not Phil, but Matt and the guys and anyone representing Hex, especially the members who are doing their first one, and hopefully maybe give a bit of inspiration for those guys who are thinking about doing it that they do with the next one. Um, and to, so thanks, Matt, for joining cheers, us. Russ. And thanks, Phil, for the first five minutes of that before we ran off. Um, and cheers. Cheers, everybody. Lovely. Coming up next week. Our next episode, episode three, we'll be sitting down with Beth and Ryan. 
members um, of Hex. Uh, they'll be talking about the turf games that they've just done, their experiences, how they enjoyed it, um, and just any advice they would give maybe people listening who are not members, uh, and just their general journey and Hex. Hope you enjoy.